When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Alert! We are back for the Circle finale coverage here on Rob as a podcast. And another Circle season is in the books. And we have got a, a great group chat for you here today to talk about everything that's going on. Uh, first, of course, back with us, a man who's been with you every step of the way. Taryn Armstrong, Taryn, how are you? I'm excited. We've got another finale to talk about, another winner to crown, uh, and uh, a great panel to do so with. So, great yeah. panel. Okay, let me uh, bring everybody in. Okay, uh, back with us, uh, Chantel Francis. Uh, Chantel, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. I, I'm actually surprised by the outcome of this season. So it's going to be great to talk about how we got where we got. And I'm, I'm pretty pumped to do it with you guys. So okay. thanks for having me. Uh, a man who can tell us why everybody else lost <laughs> is here. David Bloomberg. David, how are you? Good, good. Uh, uh, yeah, it'll, you know, the, the rules are a little bit different for this game than the ones that I'm used to covering. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Okay. And much like in a season where they brought a circle legend back to play in the game, uh, we are honored to have here with us from the circle season two. It's Courtney Revolution. Courtney, how are you? I am feeling fantastic. I mean, it was a great season. I, I feel like there's still some life in the show after watching this one. So I'm feeling good. Feeling okay. Good. I mean, the, I feel like that the Circle alumni uh, seem closer than any of the other uh, reality shows that we cover. Is, is that a fair assessment? Is the Circle fam actually as tight in real life? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, I love a happy hour. 
So like what happens is, is like me and Savannah will go to happy hour and then it's like, oh, let's call this person. Let's call this person. Let's call this person. I didn't realize that us being so close was like a thing until like my friend from like MTV was like, y'all are always hanging out together. I don't even <laughs> see my castmates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, we just, we're really a family. Yeah. I, mean, I guess like the circle trains you to like uh, maintain long distance relationships, right? <laughs> yeah, bring, <laughs> bring this yeah. person in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> we start out texting and we just keep on texting. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And you're not spending weeks together, you know, getting on each other's nerves in close company before uh, you mm-hmm. can go out and have fun together. Yeah, I guess that's also part of it where, you know, they keep you like sequestered the whole time. And then the season is over. It's like, oh, we got to hang out in real life. Yeah. Like most of these shows are like, I am so sick of you. I never want to see you again. Yeah, Pack them up and get them out. So I guess that's built into the show. Anyway, congratulations to Sam, the winner of uh, The Circle Season 5. Uh, we will talk about her win and everything else that happened, all the big moments of the season here with you today live uh if you're watching us here in the chat you can uh, go ahead and post your questions and we will take them here in the show karen uh, your reaction to sam as the winner i i think i think it's great i mean sam was i think one of the more entertaining characters throughout the season um and i mean really when it came down to it it was gonna be sam Chaz, or raven big three um and I, I I had reasons for all three of them to to win and for for why I would be happy if any of them won. So uh, I I don't think it was like once we got down to it, it wasn't super surprising to me that she uh, that she came away with it. But uh, I was very pleased with it. Uh, and if you think about it, she really I think unintentionally did a thing that uh, that I've talked about before, which is that like a potential optimal strategy for the circle is to just buddy up to the most popular player, be their number one, uh, and then r- ride them to the end and then win because people don't rate them first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well played by Sam. I'm not sure, though, uh, if it was... Uh, intentional? A, yeah. A, <laughs> no, like, that's definitely not intentional. Yeah. Uh, she just loved uh, loved Chaz. Courtney, what's your reaction to Sam? Yeah. Uh, the, um, yeah. I, I was very excited to see Sam win. Um, like it was said previously, like any of the big three, I would have been like, ah, but I think for me, it was Sam's initial reaction that sealed it for me. Like you could tell that uh, this was something that truly was life-changing for her. Um, mm-hmm. The thought of helping her family, I actually related to. So I was like, like I jumped up in bed. I was like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It, it made me feel good and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was such a dominating performance, really, by uh, the uh, the trio of Sam, Chaz, and Raven. Uh, really, like, uh, were in the top spots, like, uh, almost the entirety of the game. David, uh, almost uh, nobody else, uh, if they were able to get into a power position, they could not maintain it like those three could. No, I mean, when you have, you know, call it an alliance, even though I don't think they would have called it in a while, but uh, you know, they're all voting each other high. And then you have the people on the outside who are also voting them high. Usually someone could poke their head up there, but they're just not going to stay. And then I think that, you know, and, and uh, Taryn and company talked about it uh, somewhat on the last podcast. I think the newbie revolution, the reveal of it, the failed newbie revolution, uh, (laughs) caused those three and the other originals just to contract, mm-hmm. you know, and to tighten up. And yeah. that, that helped even that helped their cause even more. Well, I think that's such an interesting question uh, to talk about. Because, I mean, I feel like that uh, Shuby, like, uh, came 
and left, uh, you know, rather quickly. But the impact of the newbie revolution was felt throughout the whole season. Chantel, do you feel like that this closeness of these three original players was something that was like the newbie revolution actually was the best idea or, <laughs> or did, did it end up, did the original players regroup and become even tighter because the newbie revolution was formed? I think both um, are true in this situation. Like I was rooting for the newbie revolution. I was like, Sasha, you could do it. I'm like, come on, should we have a little bit more finesse here? Cause it's a, it's a good plan if they want to win. And it seems like the people that were new into the game didn't really want to win. And they kind of wanted to play a little bit more of like a friendship game. And like, I was, I've been calling it like, Oh, the morality police are out, you know, like you know, nobody wants to, is allowed to want to win the game. They have to just rate with their hearts all the time. And so I definitely was like, really wanted Sasha to, to, to break through and just shake up those top three a little bit. I like all of them and everybody pretty much as a player and as a person, but I was like, come on, you're just going to allow those top three. One of the three of them are going to decide who's going to win the game. Like I did want them to come in and break things up a bit. And I do think that hearing about that, because it was kind of all these morals were always being discussed. I think it did tighten up the top three when they heard what was happening to them. How dare anybody try to break apart the top three? And, you know, I think it should have happened personally. But yeah, I, I like strategy and gameplay and it yeah. wasn't really happening that yeah. much this season. <laughs> I tried to I, I tried to, like, do the math as much as possible. And uh, I, I'm, I'm reasonably certain that as soon as Tom decided to let Chaz block Marvin instead of Sasha, uh, or sorry, Sasha instead of Marvin, I should say. Um, there was no chance for anybody else to win the game from that mm -hmm. point forward. Mm -hmm. uh, there, just like, given that uh, Sam, Raven, and Chaz all voted each other at the top every single time, uh, it, it, it was like actually impossible for anybody to break into uh, this, the, the spots where they were even like potentially able to win. Yeah. Uh, so like, even if the hacker stuff hadn't happened and both Jen and Tom are in the final five, it's still Chaz Raven or Sam that wins the game. Like there's mm -hmm. just nothing they can do. Courtney, could you tell us a little bit about, uh, the players who come in at the beginning and then, uh, when more players are added to the game, like, uh, is that a thing that, you know, the players are talking about of like, Hey, let's, you know, let's not let any of these new players, uh, come in and get a foothold on the game. Uh, I can definitely speak for myself when I was not happy. Uh, once Kat left and Mitch was still around, I was kind of like in my season, well, I want the originals to kind of still get to the enemy, Chloe, uh, Lee. And I think, uh, mm -hmm. I think it was like Trevor at the time. Um, but it wasn't like so huge where it was like, taking over our, our conversations. Um, it just sort of was like, well, we're closer and we want to put Mitch in the ditch. Mm -hmm. um, and, 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 and that was it. I felt like in this particular season, it was like, Shuby was making it like a, a huge versus thing. But for us, it was just kind of like, oh, you're a leftover. Um, almost kind of like John. Mitch and John were like our two, like, well, we know they're not going to win, so they could go. Um, that's kind of like, our, that was kind of like our thinking. Yeah, I had wondered because, you know, Shuby coming from playing again, uh, that he had that experience of like being an original player from the first time that he played. And I wonder if he was sort of like the first to realize, hey, 
that the new play or the old players are going to stick together. And this is our one chance. We outnumber them. We have to do this. But I think that he was kind of like unable to uh, really express that information without like saying revealing like, hey, no, I know what this is like. Like, I've been here before. I'm the veteran. Yeah, he wouldn't have been able to say like, guys, the number like you need to rate like that wouldn't have, that would have been like against the rules, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. I think, um, you know, the few times that a new player has gotten to the end with any chance to win is either because there has been some kind of like uh, revolution. Um, but usually even then it has it has to be spearheaded by one of the original players. Uh, or there's just like, there's been a civil war amongst the original players, which is given an opening for the new players. Uh, very rarely, I think, will you see uh, all new players able to band together and take out the originals um, because the originals have such a, a foothold. Um, it's it's very difficult to overcome, which should be something that people think about if they're going to mm-hmm. be playing the circle. Um, but I think also it's it's not exactly what, the I imagine producers or viewers really want mm-hmm. <laughs> because they usually get attached to the original players. Yeah. So uh, they well, really are just kind of fodder. Yeah, I, I think it's also just, I mean, and this isn't news, that it's more difficult for the new players, but it's not, it's not just in trying to break through the bonds, but even when they're trying to to play, even when they're trying to just talk to them, like we saw at the end, uh, Chaz you know, got rid of Oliver and he said, well, you know, we had that flirt session and you were sending me pictures, but it felt like you were just doing it to try to get on my good side. Well, what else was Oliver supposed to do? (laughs) I mean, that was, that was the only chance he had. At least he was going about it in a more friendly way than Shuby, who was Mm -hmm. like, hi, nice to meet you. Let's form an alliance. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think the fact that they had limited time to be able to talk Mm -hmm. to people. So Shuby like probably only had that one conversation that he could try to maybe gather everybody together, get everybody on the same page. And so he was just like really frantic and really, he needs to make it happen. And it just came across aggressive and it didn't have any, as I was saying, finesse. And he didn't have those those one-on-one relationships with people and maybe one-on-one, if he did a one-on-one with everybody and gathered everybody together that way, I think he might've been more successful but I don't think he had the opportunity to have that many conversations with people, which mm-hmm. is why it failed, I okay. think. Courtney, yeah. you are uh, nodding very much. You want to expand on that? <laughs> um, I think as an audience member, as someone that's been on the inside and then watching as an audience member, I hate, I don't hate, but I get frustrated watching and being like, ah, I know they didn't have, there was a, you get this feeling of like, well, if I don't do this now, I probably won't get the opportunity to do it. So maybe Shuby woke up and was like, I got to do something. I'm going to have to rally the troops. And that was his moment. Um, I think that I probably would have been like, I need to rally the troops by getting two people over here and two people over here and having maybe this many chats. Um, but it doesn't sound like he was going to get that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, They was like, girl, do it now or nori babes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think in a lot of ways, like Shuby's experience, knowing how, uh, few opportunities he would have, uh, were a part of why he was so like, well, I know. Whereas a new, (laughs) an actual new player who wanted to start a new revolution, a newbie revolution would probably just like have, one conversation about it and then get blocked and everyone would be like, why didn't they have more conversations, dummy? <laughs> because they weren't able to. <laughs> you know, um, 
David, you mentioned that Chaz eliminated Oliver here in this finale. Uh, mm-hmm. That was, you know, um, other than the actual like uh, winner reveal, I think probably the most dramatic moment from the episode of what was going to happen. Chaz seemed to think that Oliver was the hacker. Ultimately, <laughs> Chaz comes in second place. Taryn, was that a game losing yeah. decision for Chaz? I think it potentially was. It's hard to say uh, without knowing how Oliver would have rated in the final ratings. Um, we, I, I think I can be relatively certain that Tamira rated Chaz third, which is not great. Uh, if Oliver rates Chaz any higher, then, uh, then that's better, especially if Chaz also rates Sam a little lower than Tamira, who either rated Sam first or second. I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, so and what I think did Jennifer rate Chaz also. Jennifer apparently, I think, rated uh, Chaz second. Um, so uh, I think keeping Jennifer was definitely the play because uh, it, it, Jennifer takes up the final, uh, the fourth spot oh, for a lot of you, you people. You think Chaz should have eliminated Sam? No, I think she should have eliminated uh, Tamira. Uh, Tamira. I think Tamira, Tamira was the best play uh, there. Um, but uh, but I but it's it's still like it's not like a lock. I think Tamira was the play that I would have gone for uh, if I were uh, Chaz. I think it might've given him a smaller or a a small like advantage over keeping, over getting rid of Oliver. But I think the bigger thing that he could have done is just uh, rate Sam and Raven lower. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Especially because the reason, yeah, the reason to keep uh, Jennifer is that um, everyone's going to rate her last, mm-hmm. which means that you can very safely rate her first. Um, and uh, and if nothing else had changed and uh, Chaz had rated Sam third or fourth, then he would have won uh, almost almost definitely. Uh, so uh, that was, I think, the biggest thing is they didn't really take advantage of the fact that he didn't block Jen by not then rating her first. Yeah. Go ahead, David. I was just going to say that would have required them to think strategically and all of them very much prided themselves on not playing strategically, but playing with their heart. And so on the one hand, I was thinking, oh, look at Sam. She played with her heart and won. But then you look at the other people and it's like, well, that's because most of the other people were not playing strategically either. And if they had been playing strategically, she wouldn't have won playing that way. Yeah. Courtney, could you tell us uh, what you saw from those final ratings? Honestly, I thought that everyone was going to rate Chaz rather high. I actually thought for a split second, Chaz was going to win um, because throughout the season, I kind of felt like, well, they're placing so much emphasis on Chaz and his story and his alliances in the Senate there. There's no way that he's going to win. And then when we got down to it, I was like, huh, maybe Chaz might have this in the bag. Um, I think that his mistake was sending Oliver home. but in the same breath, Oliver, I believe, tweeted a few hours ago that he would have sunk Chaz in the ratings as well. <laughs> yeah, Lorraine so I, in the I, chat says uh, Oliver on Twitter he would not have rated Chaz high. Yeah, so like how 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 could Chaz have have won? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, other than uh, know. you know uh, Taryn's idea to vote out uh, right. Tamira, but that just it seems like that um, you know as David is pointing out, like that seems like high level strategy that I feel like that we uh, really the only the only player that I felt like was playing like very strategically was the team of you know Brett and Xanthi as Jennifer. 
Yeah. And, and then at the end, they stopped and voted with their heart. Which yeah. I, which I think they did because they knew they couldn't win. So they figured mm-hmm. if we're not going to win, we might as well. We're not going to tank it for someone else. So we'll yeah. just vote the right way. Couldn't be me. Right. Yeah. Courtney, could you tell <laughs> us that? Do me. you know that the circle season five, uh, that how many seasons of the circle had these players seen at the time that they played the circle season five? Um, They probably have seen up. I imagine speculation, not confirmation that they have seen up to three, maybe because mm-hmm. I imagine four and five were filmed back to back. Okay. I think, yeah, I think it was, it was, yeah, four and five, or maybe it was, was it all three? Two, was it three, two, four and three, two and three were filmed. Okay. Are the, are the sister seasons. So four and five are the sisters, the other sister seasons. Courtney, did you see anything this season that you felt like was a reaction to things that might've been seen in circle season two and three? In terms of the way uh, the players played? I think that maybe the players were less strategic, for sure. <laughs> um, which, is, which isn't a drag, but I definitely think my season was pretty strategic. And mm-hmm. I thought that Nick on season three was very strategic. And mm-hmm. I think that perhaps maybe they saw some of those conversations on social media, the negative ones around the strategic players, and they feel as though not speaking for them, but maybe they feel as though if, well, if I play with my heart and I'm kind, um, then I can go farther, not only in the game, but with the audience as well. Um, and that's just something that I went in like, well, girl, the audience who my dad is sick, you know, but I feel <laughs> like maybe they feel, maybe they feel differently, you know, and it makes for an entertaining watch, I think, but I prefer to watch backstabbery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we kind of all do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see shade and like and get them. I want to see people try to win. Right. Yeah. People, like lie. Right. I, want, I want them to lie. Like, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Calling all Friday Night Lights fans. You know, I love a good recap podcast, and I've got some exciting news for you. You can now get behind the scenes stories and hot takes about the Dylan Panthers, Jason Street, Matt Saracen, and everybody from Friday Night Lights because every Thursday, Scott Porter, Zach Guilford, and their celebrity bestie and Friday Night Lights superfan, May Whitman, are bringing you a new recap podcast called It's Not About Football colon, Friday Night Lights, and beyond. Relive the glory days as the group discusses their favorite moments and memories, share never-before-told stories, and answer all your burning questions. There's fun segments, challenge flags, featured guests, anyone from fellow cast members to close friends and colleagues who have been influenced by the show, its fandom, friendship, and a lot of laughs. And check out the trailer at the end of this podcast and be sure to subscribe to It's Not About Football, Friday Night Lights and Beyond so you don't miss an episode. We haven't talked uh, a lot about Sam as the winner of the season yet. Taryn, are there any things that uh, you saw from Sam uh, this season that were uh, a way of playing the game that people should really be paying attention to for future seasons of The Circle? I mean, I think just, you know, and this is kind of the mission statement of The Circle to a degree is that and they really try to reinforce this. But like being yourself is a good thing. Um, especially when people can recognize it and you're just like so unabashedly who you are that nobody thought Sam was a catfish. Um, and also because Sam is unafraid and this is something that we saw with like Jen talking to Tamira, like just being like, Oh no, everything's fine. Smiley face. Uh, like Sam being unafraid to call people out 
when she had a problem with them and then have a conversation with them and genuinely like make amends, it makes you feel a lot more comfortable with that person because it feels like they're being upfront with you and they're not hiding secret grudges. Uh, right. And so I think that's another big part of it. Just again, just being upfront, honest and herself uh, is something that I think we've seen a lot of players succeed with. Uh, it was pointed out to me like uh, of the five winners now, three of them are like these, you know, big personality New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it translates well to be able to just like, even if you are a catfish, um, to be able to have a personality that feels very upfront uh, is uh, is very beneficial when uh, all you have to go off is a little bit of text. Yeah. Courtney, why do all the catfish uh, seem to come in as we're, we're talking about like all of the winners have like big personalities? I feel like that almost all of the catfish come in and have like a very shy and uh, to use a word that was thrown and should be a very timid personality. Um, I think, I mean, I wasn't no catfish, but if I had to like try to look from their perspective, I think that maybe catfish are, they come across timid because they are always trying to be aware of the details. Um, so before you send a message, you may be asked, are you sure? Or is that detail correct? Reread that again and you might go back and change something. Um, You may feel a little bit off your game and go and change your response from something that is bright and bubbly and more like yourself to something that's a little bit more controlled within the bounds of your catfish or your character. Um, Speaking for myself, when I was faced with those situations, I would be like, no, I want to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 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 uh, the, the, the situation with like Jack being fake with Jack, I, I was like saying all kinds of stuff, and they would be like, Are you sure you want to say that? And I'm like, No, I'm being fake. I'm yeah. being fake. Go ahead, send the message. Yeah, big mm-hmm. cheesy smile. Go ahead. You I know? think my, my favorite thing about Brett this season was when he said that he didn't care that Sasha was a catfish. He's like, She's working with us. Well, who cares? Right. Like, let's just work together. And that, I was like, Please, everybody, take that on because. I'm not really interested in the catfish hunt. Like they're just people playing this game and they're not, they're either doing well or they're not doing well, but I want people to gain alliances and work together and try to get themselves to win. And so I really like the fact that he didn't care about the fact that Sasha was a catfish because they are working together. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, that's the thing that annoys me when I'm watching too. It's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to hunt down the catfish. No, no, just be yourself. And every person almost who is, I'm going to hunt the catfish. They're not sharing enough of themselves. That's that's the thing that we heard from so many people. Sam in particular said it multiple times. This person isn't sharing any of themselves, whether they're a catfish or not. They're acting like, you know, they're, they're just not saying anything about themselves. And if you're just hunting catfish or if you're a catfish yourself or if you're both, uh, then, you know, you're spending so much time doing those things that, it was Courtney said, you only have limited time and you're using it the wrong way. So, of course, the circle does a great job in the final episode of getting everybody together. First, we get the players uh, together with each other. And then ultimately, uh, we get the big finale reunion show, which uh, at this point in time, the circle might be like the only uh, reality show that does like a <laughs> like a reunion show like this, uh, other than like maybe you know 15 minutes on Big Brother. But we got everybody getting together uh, in the big final dinner scene. Uh, Sam and Chaz, uh, Chaz get together, of course. Uh, the the uh, husband and wife uh, that they it all it's all it's all great for them. But here comes Jennifer. We got a lot of reactions to Brett and Xanthi 
Uh, Taryn, uh, Chaz did not recognize that Brett was uh, the same person from the beginning of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, fair. Like, mm-hmm. he saw, like, one picture of him for, like, a day. Um, but, uh, but he knew Xanthi. I, th- like, uh, that I feel like that, uh, like, oh, yeah, the two, the two people that got blocked. Yeah. I, Sam's reaction to that was like, oh, what do you think that Xanthi just got like some, uh, you Random know, GI Joe dog? in there yeah. with it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I liked it. And also, um, you know, from the beginning, I was saying that I really wish Sam had been the other one blocked on day one because I wanted to see Sam and Brett <laughs> room together all season. Um, and uh, now she's gone on to win. So like, congrats to her for mm-hmm. not uh, getting stuck in that spot. But, this this like uh, dinner convinced me that I was right. Uh, like her first reaction to Brett was like, "Shut shut the hell up, Brett!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that was uh, certainly fun to get uh, the reactions to uh, Brett and Xanthi uh, from from everybody. You know, uh, here comes Tamira, and I guess my question was, um, what. What was the point of like, uh, should Tasha have just played as herself and not as Tamir other than getting Martin to uh, Marvin to flirt with her? Like, was there like, I don't really understand why she had to be Tamira and couldn't just be Tasia. Yeah, it felt like the least impactful, even though it had an impact. She shouldn't have catfished. I kind of liked her just as she was. And I think mm-hmm. that she would have been more comfortable just like sliding in there and yeah. fitting in with the group with Oliver and, and everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. Bring her back, but not as a catfish. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. T- uh, Tasia uh, comes through uh, and then ultimately, you know, wants, wants to know uh, about uh, what, ha- what happened uh, with the hacker. We're going to get uh, mm-hmm. th- that discussion of, uh, of what's going on. People, I guess after they they rank, uh, aren't that mad about stuff anymore, David. Well, I guess uh, I, I feel like when you're in person, and maybe this is a, uh, a, a larger perspective on society, people seem to get angrier behind a keyboard than they do in person. Mm. And so, I mean, even when, when Marvin met Raven, you know, Raven was like, ah, it's okay. You know, and they were, yeah. you know, they were fine together at that, well, more or less. Well, fine. I mean, you but, see Marvin in person. I think there's well, a, a whole yeah. new layer. <laughs> like, oh, I, I just you're think, real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just think that, yeah, they get, you know, they're in their own literal own little worlds there. And that's the only thing they have to get mad about. And then they're meeting everybody and it's like, ah, oh, okay, well, what was the hacker? Ah, Okay, well, it's not that big a deal, and and I, yeah, I think they were past it at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, we got Raven and Paris come through. Uh, they have brought in like a team of interpreters uh, to help Raven, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, uh, Raven wants to know about the hacker as well. Uh, but I thought this was so petty from Brett that he had to like stop the thing and be like, uh, I'd like to know, uh, Raven, why did I get blocked? Like, dude, like <laughs> th- th- you pl- play, got to play the whole season. You were the hacker. What do you care about something that happened on day one? 
<laughs> yeah, th- that's got thing. bruised. <laughs> like, because uh, because they all season long had kind of been like, uh, we got to make sure Raven, you know, gets knocked down a peg, uh, mm-hmm. and and you could see that as strategic. But I think there's there was clearly a little bit still there from Brett, and they ultimately rate Raven last. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, it's uh, look, you got. I guess you got to be careful of who you block early on because they might secretly come back as a bear and then rate you last in the finals. Yeah, I, I felt the same way that Brett was saying, oh, we have to rate from the heart. And well, we just didn't have as good a connection with Raven. And then I, I think that maybe they they put that in that part of the finale just to kind of remind us that he was still holding these feelings about Raven. Mm-hmm. Do we think that Paris is going to come on season six? Because like I feel like he was such a great character that wasn't necessarily part of the season, right. but he was there and I really enjoyed what he brought. So. Only if they bring Marvin back. <laughs> Marvin already got cast on like Big oh, Brother right, right. And, and like yes. Nigeria or something. And, yeah. and yeah. I, um, America's Got Talent as well. I mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Courtney, what I want to know is how did they not cast Marvin on the ultimate like uh, Netflix Avengers oh, Endgame of, oh. yeah, of dating shows? How oh, did they miss Marvin, Marvin for that? He probably missed the casting call. He probably missed the casting call. Yeah. Marvin will literally be the face of season two more than likely. It is, it's sounding like the perfect show for him. Him and all my uh, messy friends. Yeah, throw him in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's that's his calling, Taryn. I I think I think the trick is that he says yes to everything. So uh, I think that makes him uh, perfect. I guess they just for, didn't ask him. I, I, maybe they did, but he'd already said yes to the Big Brother thing. You know, you think uh, they're mad at him about going on Big Brother. I think he said yes to Big Brother, and then he was like on the plane to Big Brother, and then they called him up to do Perfect Match, and he said yes, uh, and they were like, "Great, can you do it?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'll definitely do it." And then he no showed them because he was busy with Big Brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Netflix no showed him on Big Brother. <laughs> I'm pr- I promise you, you're my queen. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after we got to see everybody in their uh, final five uh, reunion, uh, we got to see a bunch of the people from the beginning of the game. They all got to meet. Re- remember Brian? Remember Bruno? They're all yep. here, right? Oh, <laughs> Billy Jean is not my lover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chantel, were you happy to see anybody uh, from the beginning of the season back? Just Shuby, because you know, I, I I thought that he really got a tough challenge in this season. I know that they are using him for his star power, and that he was going to come on and he was going to try and do something. But the fact that they didn't let him choose his catfish, like they were setting him up to fail. And so mm-hmm. I was happy to see him. I think that he's like he's just a good personality. He's a feel good person. He wants to play the game, and I was happy to see him again. The other two catfishes from early in the season. Uh, they they're forgotten. Yes. I don't I don't really remember them. Shout out to Brian, who's a podcast listener. I did I did really enjoy uh, the Brian and Billy Jean. Uh, Shuby comes in and Brian is like, "Oh, it's Shuby! Oh my god, I'm such a big fan!" And uh, Billy Jean is like, "Oh my god, it's Shuby!" Uh, she's like, "Wait, wait, who are you?" And he's like, um, oh, "Sasha." <laughs> What? Wait, why did you do that to me? And now she's like, she's so mad at Sasha, but now it's Shuby. And, in the, and, and while she's, and now she's like trying to reconcile that. And during the reconciliation of that, Brian is like, I'm just such a big fan, Shuby. I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> like uh, just a lot of emotions going on. 
Courtney, uh, what did you think about uh, them bringing Shuby back to play as a catfish uh, that he didn't choose? Uh, did they put Shuby into a no-win situation? They put my nephew Shuby into what's called <laughs> a trick bag, y'all. Trick that bag. is what you call a trick bag. Why they do that to my sister? Shuby should have come on in and slid his way to the finals. Um, and it just felt like they were placing hurdle after hurdle after hurdle every step of the way. And I knew it was finished the second um, the revolution chat started. And like <laughs> Oliver kind of like gave, I remember like gave a response that was like hella neutral. And it was like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? And I was like, oh, oh my God, shoot. They done flushed him down the toilet, y'all. Um, I wanted more for him, honestly. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't want this to like affect his legacy, um, but he's still an icon to me. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been honestly way more interesting if he had been Shuby because if he had been playing as Shuby and still is making those kinds of moves, like trying to organize a revolution, I think people are much more receptive to the idea mm -hmm. if they know he's Shuby. And then things might have gotten a little interesting. I granted they kind of got interesting anyway, but uh, it definitely would have been more interesting for the Shuby storyline and for anybody that wasn't part of the trio. So I do wonder just how much uh, that would have like um, you know. Then we're just talking about uh, like previous like circle questions. But Courtney, is that I guess not like having Lance Bass in the circle? Not this. <laughs> Not Lance. <laughs> not, not Lance. When I tell y'all, I truly thought um, for 30 seconds that Lance Bass was in the circle. Can I, has anyone told y'all how it came up on the screen? No. So we were, we were like in the bathroom, like doing whatever, going to sleep. And then all of a sudden it's like, alert, alert. And we look up and it says specifically, Lance Bass has joined the circle. And I remember looking up at the ceiling and I go, well, that's a catfish, because why the hell would y'all say it, put his last name on the screen if it's just Lance Bass? And they were like, but you don't know. And I was like, mm -hmm, Lance Bass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so maybe someone should have come in and catfish as Shuby. That would be very interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that would be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, could we see that maybe in a future season where somebody is coming back as a, diff a, a different person? Courtney, would you volunteer your identity for a future player to catfish as you if they asked? Nor. I don't think I don't think I could do it. Um, <laughs> I would go back in as a catfish, but I don't think I would give someone permission to catfish as me because I'm too sensitive yes. and I probably would get <laughs> Is there offended. a past player you would catfish as? Um, no, Shuby. <laughs> Actually, I think I could pull off Shuby for three to four episodes. Okay, I, I could get through like a blocking, and then like I'd mess up somewhere. Shuby's like very intelligent, um, and I'm a little bit more goofy, uh, so I'd get caught up somewhere. I'd have like a Jack Mannequin moment, um, and then it's gonna be right out the door. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I guess we, we start to bring everybody together. I guess one of the other things that I, I wanted to, uh, highlight was, um, Tom's reaction to ultimately learning, uh, that Jennifer, uh, blocked him. Taryn, I felt like that Tom was in a, a good spot. Ultimately, you cited the moment where, uh, that they block, he blocked Sasha, but I feel like that, uh, like Tom was just, uh, too good of a friend to Jennifer. 
Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I don't think that Tom could have won the game anyway. Uh, but uh, definitely, it was had this sort of like tragic downfall story where uh, he went out being too loyal to Jen um, and rates her first, and Jen uh, tanks him in the ratings. What I really wanted to know, and and I'm always annoyed that that, that they don't tell us this information was, um, did it actually? make a difference like uh like would it have been jen if she hadn't done that or would it have been somebody like tamira or oliver because it did seem like it could have been close um like was it an unnecessary move in the first place or did it actually save jennifer's life like like uh you know i would have loved to have found that out i feel like it had to uh courtney do you have a thought on this repeat the question i was trying to figure out what she was just asking okay all right so (laughs) Uh, that uh, when uh, we saw that Jennifer put Tom last, uh, was that mm. the difference between Jennifer going home or not? I think so. I think so. I wish that Tom would have thought on the same wavelength as Jennifer. I feel like in a game like The Circle, something super small you use to make something really big. That's why people go on the hunt for catfishes, right? Because you use that as like, well, you're not being yourself. I wish that as soon as Tom found out that Jennifer was the hacker, it would have been like, okay, well, girl, you're gone. Like, yeah, we could say to her face, like, or screen or whatever, yes, girl, I trust you and we're in an alliance, blah, blah, blah. Girl, place Jennifer right in whatever place that's last because, Mm -hmm. girl, you're messing with the game. You're being untruthful to the other players and these are my friends and my circle family, so you have to go. That just would have been my reasoning. Now, the internet may have been very upset with that, but I'm trying to win, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, right. My my read on that was that it felt like Tom hadn't even, it hadn't even crossed his mind that the, he could have done that. That like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, wait. So Jen put me last because otherwise you'd be a little suspicious, right? Uh, but he was like so blindsided by it that I think he was just trying to process like, wait a minute. Why would she put me last? Oh, Oh no! Yeah. What did I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I, Which, I, yeah, I do think Tom, and this is just my own perspective here, may have been thinking about things outside the circle. He is a stand-up comedian. He is going on like a a sixty-stop tour or something like that. Sixty-stop tour off of the I circle. Don't I, I, I oh, don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> it was a lot of stops, uh, and uh, um, but you know, for him to come off as being mean, if it turns out that this is truly the person who's there, (laughs) a 52 year old auntie. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that does not help his, uh, his professional uh, development going forward. Mm. And so it, you know, in his case, eh, maybe it is better to just, you know, be the nice guy and, and everything, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's you're within the game, and I, you know, we've said it before. I mm-hmm. wish they would play it within the game, but I also think that's why, you know, Taryn, to your point, I think that's why they don't show the scores. I think production doesn't want to turn into a math game. Uh, I think they like it when people vote with their heart and play with their heart. I love the math games. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love the math games. Oh my god! this out. Yes. I, you know, I want to be like the uh, you know the old high school math teacher. Show your work. Uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I want to see the work too. Yeah, but they just 
you know, they just show your twerk hit. more like on this show. Oh. Yeah. Rob, you got one? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. It's, it's an afternoon podcast. Uh, I don't understand how more people didn't think that Jennifer was a catfish this season. It seemed like that maybe Tamira thought that. And ultimately, everybody's like, oh, no, she's got auntie vibes that uh, she <laughs> must be. She gives a, she's just our aunt. Oh, I love Auntie Jen. Auntie Jen. She's going to give good, good, off, good aunt energy to everybody. <laughs> right? Did anybody really, uh, other than Tamira, think that uh, Jennifer was shady? If they I did, mean, by, they didn't show it, I don't think. Yeah. By the, end, yeah. by the time the hacker stuff happened, they obviously thought Jen was shady. But even Dude, then, they all forgave it her. Well, I don't think Sam did, uh, but but even then, like, I still felt like Sam was like, oh, yeah, Jen, the 52 year old uh, auntie. Yeah, she's shady Um, Mm -hmm. and not like, oh, they must be catfishing. Um, So, yeah, it did feel like the the catfish did seem to land pretty well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that um, I think that we have to credit most of that to Xanthi because she seemed to be in charge mostly of the sort of like catfish portrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely, um, of an effective cat. It's not often that you get somebody who's that effective, a catfish that like very few people seem to, at least on the show yeah. expressed out. I think Tom was really blindsided, uh, when he got to meet, uh, Brett and Xanthi and they're like, Oh no, we love you. Like we're hang out. Uh, he did invite them to go to the tower of London after this is over. <laughs> Courtney, will you get an invite to the tower of London to visit Tom? Listen, I hope to meet Tom at the rap party so I can ask him because um, I'm looking for an excuse to leave the country. So I hope I didn't know what it was either, by the way, full, full clarity. I didn't know what it was either, mm-hmm. but I'll show up. Yeah, she felt really bad for, for Tom when Xanthia was explaining what she did to him. I was like, you don't need to tell him this now while yeah. the camera zoomed in on his face. And he's just like taking it all in on the finale here. He knows he's lost the game. Like you can just say that until after the fact. But he was just like there, like taking it all in. And she's explained like, yeah, we wrote you, rated you last. And like it just, yeah, I felt for him. You know, Michelle would have told him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't talked a lot about Raven, uh, who was yeah. such a big part of this season. I, I really was starting to think that maybe Raven was going to be the winner. This I feel like that the season, so much of it was her story. Uh, does anybody else have any feelings about how uh, Raven's season went? Yeah, I, I think ultimately, you know, we talked about it last week, but um, the decision to block Marvin instead of Jen... Right. Uh, is is gonna be what what makes her lose here because Marvin obviously would have rated her first uh, and Jen ultimately rates her last. Um, but you know, as we talked about, like it's still pretty understandable given her situation at the time and the conversations she had with Marvin to not trust him. Uh, but I think that was definitely the the place where she could have uh, turned things around for her to win. Um, but man, her presence on the show was so fun. Um, you know, the, the like interactions between her and Paris were, uh, amazing. Um, the, the whole plot line with Marvin and, uh, the, the double dealing, uh, it was all, all great. And I thought she was like, I, I mean, Sam, definitely a star, the winner of the show. Uh, but Raven really felt like the, 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 the heart of, uh, of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think one thing that's important is, you know, looking at the ratings that we did know was that I don't think Raven got any number one ratings. I think mm. that, you know, Sam, well, we know Sam gave Chaz number one. 
Uh, Chaz gave Raven number two. So, you know, presumably she made or he made uh, Sam number one. Um, you know, we know Tamira almost certainly didn't. And we know Jennifer dropped her to fourth. So I think she was, it seemed like she was way up at the top there, but she could never get past the married couple there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I think it's possible that Tamira is like, Tamira still could have put Raven first and, uh, and Sam still would have won. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think the, the fourth from Jen basically prevents mm -hmm. her from coming anywhere close. Uh, so she needed Jen gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the whole Marvin love triangle, uh, it was a funny reveal for Marvin to learn uh, that the person <laughs> that he got crossed up for uh, was uh, actually a catfish and Tamira was uh, not was not a real person uh, for Marvin, though. He, he just couldn't resist. Yeah, the Marvin of it all was was really funny. I mean, you take everything extra personally in in the circle, and so I did feel for Raven, and, and like I was on her side about it. But like I did, I love the reveal of it all because like Marvin just like, oh my god, I ruined my game for a catfish. Like, what did I do? And that was that was priceless for me. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, Marvin said, "Oh, I knew coming in that my my weakness would be the women." <laughs> And then he didn't do anything about it. He just, it's like, well, I, I know this is my weakness and I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to let that completely knock me out of the game. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's tough when you're Marvin and they serve up, you know, claymation boobs on a silver platter. <laughs> Those boobs. <laughs> I think he needs to change his mindset. The idea that your weakness is like attractive women is kind of pawning off the idea that the fault is with the women and not with you. Right. Like that. It's like it's uh, it's these other things that are ruining me. Like it's not it's like you. You're making the decision to call multiple people queen, dude. Yeah. <laughs> My only question is, Marvin didn't realize that at one point or another, Raven and Tamira were going to talk. That is just like the biggest. He just, that thought never crossed his mind. One, not an inkling. Mm -mm. And he kept saying like, oh, I realized it later. Like, no, you didn't. Chaz had to tell you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Got too laddie. <laughs> too yeah. laddie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jennifer ends up uh, coming in fifth place. Taryn, on the last podcast, uh, you made uh, an analogy to uh, like The Walking Dead uh, in terms of Jennifer and Tom. And uh, boy, what a miracle it was for Jennifer just to get the fifth place. Yeah, they they tripped Tom. The zombies got mm -hmm. him. But uh, look, they weren't far behind. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, they keep, that's what happens. They keep coming. Uh, meanwhile, the trio were uh, locked up in their you know new community. Yeah. So, mm. and didn't Santhi and and Brett seem surprised that they got in last place? I was like, where else did you think you were going to go here? Like, it's like last place is where you were fighting for. Is it I, impressive? I, yeah, I still feel like that's why they voted. They rated with their heart was they knew, but maybe they were just hoping to get a little higher than that. I mean, in that spot, you there's definitely like if Tamira's strategic, if if multiple people are strategic, then they might all rate Jen first, thinking that that's safe, and then mm -hmm. just like that, whoops, Jen wins. It doesn't often happen that way, especially with five people instead of like uh, four, like the very first season of the UK. Uh, but um, but you know, there's always a, a chance. There's always a hope. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anything else from the finale uh, that we want to uh, make sure we highlight? 
Can I just say, I, I really enjoy, uh, well, first of all, I, something that I don't enjoy that we've talked about before is that they announce who's coming in next yeah. uh, at the mm-hmm. final dinner. Uh, I like when it's a, su- a surprise, like Brett and Xanthi walk in and you're like, wait, who the hell are you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, are you Raven? Um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. um, and, uh, but something I really do like that they do is the, uh, like after they do the little like reunion official thing and they announce the winner, they have these kind of like pseudo kind of candid shots of just the after party where people are just chatting yeah. and it feels so natural and it feels like you're like watching as they're having actual conversations after the fact. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's like fully natural, but it at least feels that way, uh, which, which is, I think is a great way to sort of like give some closure and end the mm-hmm. season. I think it was, it's really well done. Yeah. They, right before the winner's Skype call. Yeah. And they do, <laughs> yeah, well, they yeah. do a nice moment also yeah, with the winner and they like uh, bring in their family on an iPad and they get to tell them uh, that they won. I think that's a nice touch that the circle mm-hmm. does also. Yeah, I was going to say from my season to this season's finale, like they've only gotten better. Like ours, a lot was cut out. And to me watching it because I was there, it comes across very choppy. And what I liked on this finale was even at the finale dinner, they had like the conversation about like how each player like played their games. Like, oh, I played a little strategic or I played with my heart, blah, 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 blah. And we had conversations similar and it just wasn't put in or moments where we all came together, like the blocked players and the finalists, there were fine moments during mm-hmm. that. Um, and they were cut out. Um, and even like how you mentioned the, the candid moments can't really show those candid moments from our season, um, but it was beautiful. Why? To see Cause it wasn't sweet. it was really beautiful to see um how season five how there were those moments where it was like oh girl you deserve this girl i'm glad you got the coin you but like i it was it it was refreshing i I can't wait to meet them like they're getting hugs from me yeah that's so interesting because i feel like first off that this is not a show uh where they seem to like uh be into like cutting things down if anything uh like uh things go on and on and on uh, over the course (laughs) of the season uh but that's interesting that maybe they just want to hit that note of it being like hey we're all big circle family at the end of the season and if anything is like sour grapes they don't want to show it in the finale i mean for me if I see some candid arguments at the end of the season and people like really getting into really? it, that's that's like kicking it up a notch in my book. So I'm like, oh, there we go. Let's get real. Yeah. That's wow. the post-finale show we want to see. Actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, great moment when Sam gets to talk to her mom and Abuela uh, about that she won the season and uh, what she's... Stop, you're going to give me a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that was a really cool moment. Um, what about uh, any uh, favorite moments from the season? What are we going to remember the Circle season five most for? You know, for me, actually, um, speaking of Sam, I think I really liked when we first saw her family visit. That actually was the only time this season that I got a little teary eyed. So I kind of cried when her abuela was saying, like, you're like, I love you so much. Like, I, I think that you're amazing. And Sam kind of breaks down in the end. And so it was a really nice parallel to see it come full circle. Ha ha ha. Um, and come back to the Skype call with her abuela and her mom where she could say, like, yes, I did this. You can still even so more so be proud of me because 
because I was able to get this done and win some money so we can help take care of our family. So I really like that full circle moment. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the thing that's burned into my brain is the Marvin Raven uh, chat. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think, uh, I think the Marvin, yeah, I think the Marvin situation is yeah. the, is the most memorable that, that we'll, we'll still be talking about from the season in future mm-hmm. uh, seasons yeah. or Boy, wherever I, else Marvin goes. I mean, there's a reason why they cast Marvin on all these right. shows. Yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess that is like uh, the, the number one moment from the season. What's what's number two? Is there is there anything that's a close second? I think it's probably just like the the downfall of Jen with the hacker stuff, maybe, mm-hmm. um, mm. you know, that's uh, and then maybe she's you know, then, meeting Jen. Yeah. Maybe Shuby and the newbie revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're the newbies. <laughs> there are lots of like little great moments, um, but they all kind of fall within what you'd normally see on the circle, which I think mm. is why the Marvin thing stands out so much, is because it's just so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Courtney, is there anything that you're seeing now as we get through five scenes of the circle that you feel like that production might want to take a look at in terms of changing the way uh, that these seasons are going? Um, I think that maybe we could have. Uh, our last player coming in, maybe like a blocking or two earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe this is personal, but uh, Oliver is a friend of mine. Um, and I wish so passionately that he would have been in the starting lineup. I I hate feeling like he got put, and this is no shade to her, but I hate that he got put in like a Jackie spot from like season. Th- three I think that mm-hmm. was where it was like she came in and then she was out right away and I felt mm-hmm. like Oliver kind of got that treatment yeah. and maybe if we kind of like stopped the new players coming in so close to the end uh, we could see more of them because you know he has a story and I wanted to see more you of know, it we haven't talked yeah. much about Oliver uh, yeah, poor Oliver comes in and was uh, stuck in traffic uh, was still <laughs> like a, a, bi- a big personality but yeah it was almost like that uh, pe- the circle people uh, the circle fam said uh, we're not really going to give Oliver a chance yeah and not only does he come in last but he comes in alone um, which is just like extra bad because he doesn't have a built-in ally that he can be like, hey, we both came in last. We need to really rate each other high. Um, and so like there, he just, he stood no chance here unless he happened to luck his way into the end. And then everyone was also really strategic. strategic. And, you know, that's just not really something that happens very often. So uh, yeah, I think adding it, like if, if they're going to have one more person come in after Sasha and Tamira, I think throw uh, Oliver in at the same time. All three of them, uh, yeah. you know, like yeah. give people more numbers as they're coming in and give them more time uh, as they're coming in as well. I think. Yeah. He was just such a big personality. I don't know why they wanted to leave him to the very end when he couldn't really make use of it. I mean, even when Chaz goes and has to block him face to face, that whole scene, Chaz should have been saying, Hey, I'm really sorry. But instead it was reversed. He was, he was like telling Chaz, Oh, it's okay. You don't have to feel bad. Like he was the supportive one and he was the one who had just gotten blocked. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think they know what they're doing. I think they know that, that this person is not going to have a chance. And that's part of why they try to put like uh, these big night, nice, like nice, likable personalities in because it's mm-hmm. like, we know that they're fodder. So we're going to just like, they're just filler. <laughs> they're just there to be like, you like them a little bit, but you still kind of root for the OGs and they're just yeah. there to kind of fill some time. 
Um, mm-hmm. which sucks for the person that right. uh, that's getting put in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, got a couple of questions, and if you have questions uh, about the circle season, uh, put them in the chat. Uh, Fat Tyson Apostle has a question for Courtney. Uh, who from your season are you most excited to watch on Perfect Match? <laughs> if if uh, you don't know what Perfect Match is for the listeners. Um, that there has been an announcement of that they are going to be putting a bunch of the Netflix reality stars together on a show where they are dating, uh, not just people from the circle, Too Hot to Handle, uh, The Ultimatum, uh, Love at First Sight, The Mole, even. Who from your season is going to be on this perfect match? Um, I believe it is Mitch, Savannah, and uh, Miss Chloe. Okay. Yes. Uh, I guess out of the three of them, I, I'm probably most excited to see Savannah because yeah. I I know she a mess box, so I know she got <laughs> out there with those men and the women, and she she turned it up. I'm mm-hmm. sure. So I'm very excited to see what she's done, so I can okay. get some good laughs. Okay, uh, I'm seeing also people from Sexy Beasts. Also, I don't know if they'll be in costume or Whoa. not. Yes. Okay. What about from the hashtag Netflix fam? Is there anybody else that you're excited to see in there, Courtney? You know who I really like from the Netflix family, and I feel like sometimes he gets a really bad rap. I love Zay from The Ultimatum. Um, I think he's a very fun person, a very lovely person, and I think that he's very misunderstood. So I'm Mm -hmm. excited to see what type of trouble he gets into as well. Oh, and of course, uh, Joey. Oh my God. (laughs) I can't wait to see Joey as do. A legend. Um, yes. Yeah, we need people from uh, Pressure Cooker also. Pressure Cooker. Yeah, What's if that? you watch that, it's Courtney, really that's good. good. It's so good. That's good. Really? Yeah. It's like it's big like brother big, brother, brother, big Brother meets uh, like Top Chef. That's <laughs> good. Strategy. Yeah, strategy. Yeah, strategy. strategy. I'm in. A lot of strategy. Really good. Yeah. Okay. So check that Fun. out. Okay. Um, this is from uh Stephanie who says, Has anybody seen Sam's Instagram where her grandmother thinks she was kidnapped? Uh hilarious. They told oh. Abuela that Sam was kidnapped. Oh my gosh. Is that why she thought she, is that why she was gonna have a heart attack oh, when she called her? Seriously. <laughs> oh no. How could you do that to Abuela? I could never. <laughs> she thought the ransom was a hundred thousand. When the Netflix <laughs> film crew came to their house, uh, she was like, "Is this what kind of ransom is this?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, anything else about the circle from this season? I thought it was a good season. I think mm-hmm. the the casting was good. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week, but like the fact that we had kind of like parallel storylines that we could focus on the really strategic side with Jennifer and Tom. And then the really like messy side with Marvin and his uh, Queens um, was, I think uh, great to give everyone at least a little taste of mm-hmm. what they were looking for, uh, depending on what they were looking for. And then the fact that the players were uh, willing to really just like hash things out and, and like confront each other about issues, I think was super important for uh, the show. Um, I think that the finale, while like exciting for Sam, I've seen a little bit of like, eh, which is kind of like, yeah. I think what happens with most finales, like even if you're happy for the winner, it, it just like the format of the finale just still doesn't quite land because it either yeah. feels really random or it feels really straightforward. Um, and there's not a lot of like in between where you're like, oh, somebody really like got in there and did that. Um, so uh, I still think there's a lot of like changes that the circle can make. And I think that it's a very 
Like it's, it's not like big brother where there's like a, a particular formula that works really well. And you know, if you mess with it too much, then it like throws the whole thing off. Like this is the circle. The whole thing is thrown off. Uh, so like mess with it all you want, play with it all, all you want, because I think that, you know, it's a very malleable formula and, uh, I think there's all kinds of fun stuff you can do. So I hope that we really get some changes moving forward because I think we've been really uh, a little stagnant here in the last few seasons. Yeah, I definitely echo that. I thought this was a good group of people that they put onto the show, but I think that there was just uh, like a lot of like, you know, uh, wasted, you know, activities and like, I uh, feel like, you know, whole How like, many parties did they have? Like so four many parties <laughs> for like, uh, you know, I, I wasn't always sure of the point. Uh, a lot of like episodes where I was kind of like checking out a little bit before uh, stuff was going like you know they they put the alert up it's almost like I, ju- I jump up and yell because it's like uh, it's it, I was like falling asleep uh, it's like oh yeah. I'm awake. okay <laughs> is, is that why happening. they yell so much on this season because yes. like, I was like did I get older or, or, or get annoyed you, with in everything case you drifted like, off yeah that's <laughs> no, yelling. I'm like please please don't need to yell and like I noticed when she became in he d- doesn't yell so like, I feel like it's something that's kind of evolved with, with the seasons but I'm like too much yelling for me please Please just take it down a notch. Like there are cameras all around you. We can hear you. We don't want to say it again. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. don't yell, you're going to have to say it again. So you yeah. might as well just okay. yell the first time. Yes. <laughs> well, right even Brett time. was like, Anthony, do you have to yell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brett's from Big Brother. Jeez. <laughs> Courtney, could they do a circle all stars uh, where uh, all the people playing are all stars, uh, but they're all catfishing as new people? It is what I want so passionately. And I think that that is what I would like to happen next. Um, I think that they should get some of the fan favorites and do exactly what you said um, and, and let it be a huge promotional, like your faves are back. Like, let, let's get Chris Sapphire. Well, I won't start naming names, but let, let's get some of the girls in there because people think <laughs> it's um, and, and let it be a huge thing. And I also think that just like the UK, let's get the celebrities in there for a week and let's do it for charity and give the people a break from a new season of The Circle with new people. And then after Celebrity Circle, take a pause and then... We're back. Fresh faces and a new design and a new this and a new way to choose the winner and blah, 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 blah. And, <laughs> and, and revamp the Megazord. That's what I would like. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yes, David? I, I was just going to say the one thing that works against the possibility, not, not to be negative, uh, because I like the idea, uh, but works against the possibility of the All-Stars is what Courtney was talking about earlier. They all know each other. They all talk to each other. And, That's why they all yeah, have to be catfish. Yeah, well, but then you'll still know, like, oh, well, I know Courtney's coming, so, you know, going to be one of these catfish. Courtney, you won't say anything to the other alumni, right, if you get cast? I would probably be the only one that didn't, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone would be talking about it in the group chat, and I would probably be the one person that would just show up and no one would know. They just have to come and kidnap everybody, just like Sam's grandma thought. That way nobody could talk. Yeah, like special forces colon world's toughest test. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if everyone's a catfish, there's uh, more things you can do to the formula where it's like uh, maybe the maybe part of how you win the game is how uh, how many people caught you. Uh, and the yeah. person that that gets the most amount of like wrong answers for people like like a little bit molish, right? Uh, mm-hmm. then they have an advantage or maybe they win. And then that sort of incentivizes you to really like, even with your friends, 
you know, play, play your catfish. Don't get caught. So uh, I think there's ways you could do it. So make actually, actually make catfish hunting part of the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I guess uh, we will leave it there. Um, David, uh, what's coming up for you? Ah, well, I guess uh, a survivor in the uh, not too terribly distant future will, uh, it'll be about what, about a month and we'll start doing preview uh, podcasts for uh, why blank lost. And then we'll head into that season. Okay. Yeah. It's around the corner. March 1st, Mm -hmm. uh, survivor 44 uh, comes back officially. Uh, Chantel, I know you always have a lot going on. What's new with you? <laughs> it's kind of simmered down right now, but things are actually starting to ramp up. So Wednesdays after the challenge, going live, and then Fridays as well at 8 p.m. Eastern. And then Saturday this week, I'm going to go live with Sarah from Entertainment to do a tarot card pick and draft of Australian oh. Survivor. And so we're doing um, the villains this week to uh, see how they're going to fare this season. So that's on my YouTube channel, Reality Realness with yeses okay all right great job uh today talking about the circle taryn what's coming up for you uh the last of us just started uh we're talking about that over in post show recaps uh on the video game club podcast uh no spoilers for the first part of it though so you're free to check it out if you want to listen um and uh you can also of course always find me on twitch twitch.tv slash taryn armstrong hanging out over there playing some games uh all kinds of fun stuff and uh, yeah, we'll we'll get moving. Um, uh, Big Brother Canada just uh, tweeted recently they're coming back in March. So uh, is that all stars? Like I can't I can't tell. Or is it just like is it like Big Brother US where it's just like there's rumors of all stars? I, I, if it's all stars, I haven't heard anything okay. yet. So all right, maybe it's all stars catfishing as new people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and then Courtney, uh, this was so nice to have you here uh, and uh, get your insider expertise on the circle season five. Uh, where can people keep up with what you're doing? Um, you guys can follow me on social media. I am Court Revolution on Twitter and TikTok and Courtney Revolution on Instagram. And I have a YouTube live show that I'm getting back to next Wednesday called The Green Chair Chats on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Courtney Revolution. What do you do on the Green Chair Chats? I talk about celebrities. So I get oh. into all of their news and I speculate, but never confirm. Speculation, not confirmation. <laughs> okay. All right. You have to check that out. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we've still got uh, a lot going on. We had all of our traders coverage uh, this past week. Uh, we just dropped a, another Survivor medium dive uh, with Owen Knight. Uh, that is up on robinswebsite.com. Uh, plus, plus all of our coverage of uh, the current reality shows, including Special Forces, Tough as Nails, uh, and more over at robinswebsite.com. I wasn't no. going to mention it. <laughs> you guys got not me. In, yeah. I did, not, yeah. <laughs> I Don't embarrass me in front that. of David, Chantel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All well, right. I listened to it. You're already fully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. script the script read completely differently than any other pilot i've ever read um pete wrote such a like vicious honest pilot i have the original like script from when we auditioned and it was like it wasn't originally coach taylor as coach long and it wasn't originally texas forever it was west texas forever so a lot of things changed but it was you know 
those edits as they came uh, were all great. But that initial, like, really raw, really honest, really fantastic place that Pete wrote from stuck with all of us who read the original pilot script to, to what ended up, you know, being on, on the show. Well, another interesting thing kind of on that same note, which I know you know from your work on Parenthood, and everyone's heard us drone on about it, but... You know, we got to go off script so much, and Pete set that tone, and I'll never forget. Like, you get, you know, you get rewrites of scenes and stuff, and then back in the day, now they're in your email inbox. You would get them slipped under your um, hotel room door. And I read one, and I said to Pete, I was like, dude, I think Matt's talking too much in this scene. Mm. And he said, what are you talking about? And I was like, the new pages? And he's like, oh, don't f***ing read those. Those are for the studio. We're not going to shoot that. We're going to shoot what we want to shoot. We're not going to shoot the script don't even read it i was like oh okay cool sweet (laughs) this particular pilot and we're gonna get to it right now um you know was just pete berg said from jump nobody pushes us around at the like launch dinner of the pilot when we finally were done with all of our football camp and all of our you know training and and all of our you know research and meetings with technical advisors and all this stuff uh, just for us we might have thought it was a, like a long process of going down two weeks before you even start shooting uh, but they had been working on this thing for years and Pete knew what he wanted to tell he knew the story that he wanted to tell I have a quick question before yeah. you jump into this which is just your numbers did you guys get to choose them did you not how did that uh, work? so that basically in the pilot especially a lot of the football footage is um, used from uh, Fleurville High School um, in their actual football game. So wow. our numbers were based on their players' numbers wow. because they wanted that footage to match. As far as mine, I don't know, because obviously the back, we didn't use the backup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how we all got our numbers, and I was really pumped because seven, I know it's generic, but it's my lucky number. Um, I don't know, six, you liked it because it was Cutler. <laughs> no, my gosh. Jay Cutler, I cannot go into as a, as a Bronco fan. The way he rode out of town was tough for me. Uh, that being said, um, it's not only football so let's let's avoid Moving the on. jay cutler talk yeah, sorry um you know no 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 it's all good what did you guys start with filming and how was like the chemistry on set between just, you guys as friends trying to remember that? i feel like the first stuff we filmed was practice day one uh i believe was the interviews that were done cool. uh, which is something you see very early into the first mm-hmm. episode but before we get there uh let's let's put a pin in that we'll come back to that in just a minute let's just talk about the way the show opened you know Most shows have like a cold open and a title sequence with this really catchy tune or whatever. Um, The Friday Night Lights pilot doesn't actually have the theme song in it. It just opens with a black screen and says Monday. Nothing but a black card that says Monday on it. Then you hear the voice of slamming Sammy Mead. He comes on the radio and he starts talking about all the pressure that's on Coach Taylor, how Dylan, the Dylan Panthers are the number one team in the state, um, how you've got, you know, Two players and well, such a genius way to do like an exposition dump Mm -hmm. because this is what exactly would be going on in that town, and you're setting up like here's where we are, here's who the characters are, here's the life situation they're in, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's you know it's completely organic. Yeah, and then it it starts to very quickly just establish the town. Now in the script, uh, it goes to Street's house. In the script, it goes. Uh, to a couple of other players' homes. In the script, it goes to Smash's house, uh, and you go see everybody's house. But in the actual pilot that everybody watched, it's the Riggins household and that interesting family dynamic and Saracen's household. Did you film those things, or did they just scrap them while you were filming? Like, did they film you guys going to your houses, and then they just didn't use it? Or was that? did you never even shoot you going to your no, house? No, I mean, you, you see like these little... 
uh, scenes, uh, you know, I made you tuna fish sandwich, two tuna fish sandwiches. Is that what it was in the in the show? You you it shows um, the first scene that you see between Zach and Luann, who played Grandma Saracen. Yes, and you get a very quick understanding of of who Saracen is. Right, and, but I think May was asking like the scene that was in the script of you at your house on that first day that wasn't in the, the final episode. Did you film it or no? Oh no, I, I don't. We never filmed that. Got it. Uh, it was in the it was in the pilot script, uh, but you know, over time things changed, things morphed, and the fine you know finally the day we got there, they decided to just scrap that. We didn't actually shoot it. Uh, it was it was something interesting. They they had an uncanny knack to figure out what needed to be told and what didn't. 